Hey, folks, welcome back. Two great guests, a husband-wife team, Carrie and Christina Campbell, zooming in from New Brunswick. And these guys are relatively new real estate investors who've done quite a bit in a short period of time. They're focusing on multifamily properties, started in New Brunswick. Now they're starting to look at other markets way across the country. So Carrie and Christina, welcome. Great to have you on the show. Thanks, Dave. Happy to be here. All right. Well, let's let's get started first because I was reading your your application to get on the show. Interesting story, you guys. But if I'm not mistaken, you, you are you both have government jobs, those those lovely jobs that so many people <laughs> desire because pays pretty good work. Don't tell anybody, but supposedly it's pretty easy, uh, and the and the pension is virtually guaranteed at the end of the rainbow. So what inspired you guys to start in on real estate? Uh, I guess it was, uh, we have, uh, well, we have, we have three kids. Our oldest uh, lives in uh, Los Angeles and we have two, uh, two at home uh, that are doing post-secondary. One actually just graduated high school today. Congratulations. Uh, going to University of New Brunswick and her plan is to be a veterinarian. So couple of years ago, we just like, okay, I mean, we do, you know, we, we do have uh, good jobs. We have, we have good careers. Uh, but we, uh, like I went through university on student loan and you know, it took a decade to pay it off. And I just yeah. don't want them to have to do that. Uh, you know, we want to be able to help and support them with their education and where they want to go without having to, to suffer the cost of that. So that was a, a big driving point to look, just look for something else. Uh, I've been doing what I do for 21 years, uh, still enjoy it, but just looking for another challenge. I have a, a good friend who's a career entrepreneur. So he just said, you know, why don't you, he started sending me some emails on real estate and that led us to a, a, a coaching mentorship course we started in January uh, 2022. And yeah, that's what kind of got us, I guess, our foot in the door on real estate, uh, Honestly, it wasn't something that I had considered prior to maybe six months before that. Right. But once I started learning and seeing what it was about and you know how it can, can help build that wealth or generational wealth for, for your family and just uh, the time freedom, I think, was the biggest thing. Like we are, you know, fairly secure in our jobs, but uh, the time freedom and because we have, you know, uh, I guess fortunate to say we do have a... a pretty, pretty good life, comfortable life, but we'd like to give more back to people that maybe don't have it as good as we do. So that was a kind of, yeah, because I mean, at, at this point, yeah, you guys have the good careers and, and good income and all that kind of stuff. It's not looking as rosy for our kids sometimes. So it's no, like, no. yeah, the, you guys are pretty set, but you know, when the time comes, the, the pensions don't pass on to the kids. They, they stop when we stop. So yeah, exactly. I, I hear you. Yeah, so exactly. how about you, Christina? What, what was kind of the spark for you? Because you guys are doing this as a team. Was that the same idea for you? Is it the same feeling for you or, or do you have a slightly different take on it? Absolutely the same. Um, and it's not so much about making more money. It's about having a daughter in California, going to visit her, being able to bring her home when we want. Um, just the, as Carrie said, the freedom of time, but what we can do with that time, who we could see, who do, I mean, even our parents, our parents are getting older now. We want to be able to be with them when we want to be with them. 
and just to be in a place where we are able to give back as well. So, we so are it sounds like you guys are planning on transitioning out of the nine to five job and, and becoming full-time real estate entrepreneurs at some point. Is Am I hearing that right? Absolutely. That I'm picking up when goal. you're I'm picking up what you're throwing down then. <laughs> <laughs> you're picking it up right. Yes. All right. Hey, so so you got inspired. You started getting coaching and mentoring. Yep. What did you guys decide to do as far as deals? What what was your first deal? How did you find it? Why did you decide on that? Uh, first one we found, and I mean, just, I guess just to, to preface that, we we finished the coaching program. We continued to learn, kind of following podcasts such as yourself and, and others. Uh, but we found for probably about a three-month period, we were warned about it, that analysis paralysis, we were in it for probably a good three months. And, that, uh, that ain't bad, Carrie. Three months ain't too bad, but okay. Could be worse, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, but then it was just like, it was actually this past summer, probably this time last year. Yeah. Uh, we're like, okay, uh, not realizing we were kind of in that. Once we did realize, okay, we got we got to get going here. We were finding some deals, just not pulling the trigger on them. So then we changed that last summer. We did find we just uh, a three unit uh, in in the province. Uh, ran the numbers, looked good. We have a great realtor here that we bought all our properties through here. Uh, so we spoke to him about it. You know, he he agreed. Like he's a big investor himself. So uh, yeah, we just kind of talked it out and and made that uh, and made that jump. Again, everyone says just you know take the action. There's all, we're always going to learn. We're going to learn forever. Not yeah. Know it all, but, uh, so just, the first deal, did you guys come up with the cash? Did you self finance it, or did you bring partners on from day one? No, the our first two we we did use our HELOC uh, yeah. to purchase. Uh, so yeah, that's how we that's how we kind of secured that one, and it was kind of a burr project uh, as well as the as well as the second one. Okay, cool. And were they really close to where you lived, or were they across? The province from you guys are a uh, couple out the uh, first one about two hours second one about four hours mm. so you know we we have been up but we were trying to get comfortable kind of doing it remotely just knowing that we may look in other parts of the country and right may not be there so we were trying to get that comfort level right out of the gate with doing that just trusting our team and and that and it, you know it did work out well so all right. Well, that's good. So you had good luck with the contractors right from day one. That's great. Yeah. It, Inside of some unexpected delays uh, on the first one, but uh, yeah. everything's uh, everything's good now. Very good. So what does the portfolio look at this time about a year into your real estate investing careers? Uh, so we our first two were triplexes uh-huh. uh, in some secondary markets uh, in the province. Mm-hmm. Then we... We closed on one in uh, downtown Moncton the end of March, mm-hmm. uh, a three unit that's gonna be uh, half or well, two of the three units are gonna be short term rental. So it was, it's our first kind of uh, experience at that. We're just kind of getting that stabilized and up and running this summer, the nice. short term rental portion. And on June 2nd, we just closed on a mixed use. So it has a large pizza delight, uh, which is the main commercial. And there's a second commercial space and five residential, so that was our, that was our biggest building so far. We just we just closed on that, uh, yeah, just a little over two weeks ago. So. And is that close to where you guys are? Or is that at a, another secondary market? Uh, about an hour and a half in in downtown Moncton as well. 
Okay, very good. Excellent. Well, hey, you built up a pretty significant portfolio pretty quickly. What have been some of your biggest learning experiences so far in your career? I'd go back to the uh, the first one. It, it, we're, we're, we're happy with the purchase uh, as an investment, but we were kind of getting to the point where how much work do we put into it in order if our strategy is to refinance and kind of get our investment and stuff back, right. like the comparative market analysis on other properties in the area, it's going to be, you know, not, not unhappy that we made the purchase, but just not having that knowledge going in on with it not being the commercial size where it's based on your NOI, mm-hmm. based on your comparative market analysis for that area. I'm not entirely confident we'll get all of it back to be, to be quite so that we're just kind of on that line. How much money do we put in for renovations? And not knowing that we're on a refinance, we may get it all back. We may, we may end up having to, we may leave some in this one. I'm not entirely sure. We haven't yeah. refinanced yet. Uh, so that one, and then uh, our last two, we did use private lenders. And this last bigger one, we used private lenders as well as a JV partner mm-hmm. for the purchase and to finance the renovations that we're doing. So that was a that was a, a learning curve getting into the uh, just raising capital, like I'm sure most of the people on your show uh, <laughs> probably talk about. That's it's it's not an easy and not an easy thing. Like it was, uh, we struggled with it. We were able to pull it together, but uh, not that I was expecting it to be easy by any stretch. But uh, definitely yeah. we need to work on that. Well, I'm I'm interested in the whole having to leave some money in the deal and that mm-hmm. I, was that the first or the second your first. First one. So, you know, I think we all get enamored with the idea of doing a perfect burr where, you know, you, you buy it, you fix it up, you refinance it three months later, pull out all of your money, plus a nice chunk of profit. Plus you got equity left in the deal. Plus it's cash flowing positive. Yeah. Those don't happen all the time. That's for sure. That's not always the norm. And especially in a, in an era where interest rates are going up like they are right now, it yes. makes it much more challenging to do that. Plus the banks are kind of puckering up, so to speak, and and not being as free flowing as they were before. So, you know what, you guys, you're going to be just fine, you know, because you're in, in a long-term buy and hold strategy. Right. So if you, if you don't get it all out this round, that's okay. It's still there. You just don't have instant access to it, but you've got that equity in there. And, Give it a year or two as you pay down the mortgage and as property prices go up. Um, I mean, New Brunswick is very, very popular in Canada right now as an investment yeah, market. So I'm sure yeah. you've already seen some pretty good lift on that. You'll you'll be just fine. So let's talk a little bit about the the learning curve when it comes to raising capital. Sounds like you've done a good job with that. What have been some of your challenges or hiccups along the way with with that part of the process? I guess just not knowing... I guess what where to kind of start. We just yeah. kind of put something out there and, and talk to some people. Like as far as like, you know, people are talking about, you know, your pitch deck. And when I first heard that, I didn't even know what it was. Yeah. Uh, so just trying to, you know, we talk, of course, you build, as you know, you build a great network in, in, in uh, real estate, even in a short time. 
you know, uh, being in some Facebook groups and going to some conferences, we've built a great network so we can rely on them a lot. Uh, and they have definitely helped. So just, yeah, just not really knowing what to put out to people, what's too little, what's too much, what mm. should we not say, or I always say, you know, get to know, get to know them people first, which, yeah. you know, those are the people that we're kind of asking, but. And one uh, thing we didn't really consider, or I didn't really know when we started jumping into real estate was how important it is in maintaining and creating relationships, building, yeah. building those your team on the ground, your team, your contractors, your bankers, all of your lenders. Um, that's, you really have to develop a concrete, many concrete relationships mm. to succeed, I think. Yes. Yeah. Now you guys are working together on this as a couple. I love that because it just, it just makes things so much smoother and easier. What have you guys kind of figured out over the last year of actively doing deals? Who does what? Have have you kind of figured out which lane is for who and and who's not stepping on each other's toes and that sort of thing? How how do you divvy things up? Uh, I'm, I'd say I'm definitely the the numbers person. Like as uh -huh. far as kind of running them, the analysis. That's uh, I, I enjoy that. Uh, and then we both collectively kind of work on building our network and just when we do have something under contract the due diligence we just kind of okay if you you know you look after this part of it i'll look after this part of it then we'll come together and discuss any issues or anything we have to go back to the realtor on yeah uh, to clarify or for more information and uh you know and then once just dealing with all the brokers you know insurance mortgage broker all that we just not really anything specific, but we do try to divide that part up uh, just because we do work both work full time and have busy schedules. So we mm -hmm. kind of just kind of work off each other and help each other out to make sure. I, I think I think you'll find as you go along, each one of you will kind of find your path, your groove that that you feel more comfortable in, that you've got more aptitude towards. Christina, what do you what are you kind of feeling so far? Which part of the uh, whole process do you like the most? I chuckled because you said it, it's great being a couple and everything goes smooth and easy. It oh, I, I didn't say that. I didn't say it goes smooth and easy. <laughs> but <laughs> once, once you kind of get it dialed in, it's way, what I guess I'm trying to say is I've seen other couples that are butting heads about it. Like one's all in, the other one's not. And it can actually lead to divorces. I mean, this is, it's, it can be a really tough thing, but at least- it's not all going to be sunshine and flowers, but at least you're both on the same page. So we are, and we have yeah. a really good balance. I think it, it carries feeling stressed and we kind of balance each other, put things into perspective. So we definitely operate as a team. One of us could be up here and the other brings us down. Um, and it is much more fun doing it together because as our kids get older too, it is something that, that we can focus on together and kind of get to know each other again as well. Well, that's good. So which, what part of the whole real estate investing process kind of sings to you more, Christina? Which part of it do you enjoy the most? Um, I think it's the prospects of where we can go with it. It's really okay. limitless. It's yeah. limit like it. I don't. I don't even know how to answer that because it really is infinity. <laughs> like there's yeah. there's so many variables and so many opportunities. That must be a real shift for you guys because. 
being on the career paths that you were on prior to this for so many years, that was kind of your world. And I'm sure that's still the world with most of the people that you're working with nine to five. They're, they're still in that mode. What have been some of the discoveries that you've had from that or the aha moments or realizations? Uh, I think for, I think for me, it's just, it was, uh, just new, new challenges. Like there's always challenges in my job, but, uh, and I talk to people at work, they're asking like, why are you doing this? Like, you're, you know, you're, you have to, you're, you're taking days off or, you know, you know, I'm taking the afternoon off because I'm going to deal with a broker or going to the lawyer's office or something like that. Like, well, it's, you know, this, I'm not going to do this forever. Uh, and I can do the investing on kind of on my own time as much or as little as I want. Uh, depending on where we want to go with it, uh, whether yeah. local, we are planning to go uh, other parts of the country. And I mean, there's a lot of investors we, we talk to and deal with on a regular basis that are, you know, are in the U.S. or looking hard in the U.S. So, you know, whether we do that, I'm not sure, but uh, we, we know that uh, the op- there's opportunities there. So uh, the freedom of it all is is what I, I really like whenever we do kind of hang up our nine to five jobs. It's something that we can do from anywhere. We're, we're like I said, we're from Prince Edward Island. We love once we retire from our jobs, we're going to spend the summers there on the beach, <laughs> nice. uh, and uh, we can do this as actively as we want uh, from anywhere. So I, I do like that. And we're meeting a ton of incredible uh, people. Unreal. Yeah. That's yeah. that's just a really big bonus. Like-minded people that we've gotten to meet all over the country. Do you have a hard time going to work and? talking to your workmates that are just kind of stuck in that nine to five status quo mentality? Yes. Yeah. Some, some of them are, you know, a couple, oh, kind of little interest, kind of, yeah, a lot of them are no, no. (laughs) How about you, Christina? Have you noticed that? Yeah. There's, I don't even really talk about it that much at work, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, No, no that makes sense. Really interested. (laughs) 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 <laughs> so what what I, I hear the big picture your goals your aspirations for the next year or two where do you see you're taking your portfolio moving ahead you guys uh I'll, you want to go first well i only have one word and that's bigger okay so start getting into um uh, more units um just just bigger properties probably more uh partnerships i would say yeah mm, yeah yeah, more on the commercial, like, you know, five and up, like the commercial, commercial residential. Yeah. That com- commercial side, uh, you know, definitely more in New Brunswick. I guess just going back to the education piece, we did the our, our coaching course, but there, there was so much that I, so many questions I had for our realtor, which I think is very normal, but I guess just the way I operate, I'm like, I want to understand this more. So I actually got my real estate license through the winter. Okay. Uh, just so I could, I mean, so I am you know, working a little bit with that on the side, not a whole lot yet. It was just been a couple of months, but it was a lot of it was just for my own learning and knowledge. So with that, I want to put that to use in New Brunswick uh, on purchasing some properties, but uh, we are looking pretty hard in, in Alberta. We'd like we would like to expand to, to another province, and it's looking like probably Alberta will be that province for us. Sounds good. Hey, you guys, 
congratulations on everything that you've done so far. You're off to a great start. Your eyes have opened. You're excited. You're poised for more, more growth. I think uh, we're going to see great things from you. If, if people want to find out more and connect with you, what's the best way for them to do that? Uh, yeah, probably through uh, either email or, or, or Facebook. So what's, what's the best face, what's the best place to find you on Facebook? Well, we're revamping our Facebook right at the moment. Um, so they can always find both of us around there individually, Christina Campbell, Carrie Campbell. Um, our email is K and C properties. Yeah. K K and so K A N D C properties at outlook.com is our, our corporate, uh, email, email address. address. Perfect. Yes. You guys, thanks a lot for being on the show. It's been a lot of fun. Thanks, Dave. That was great. All right, everybody, take care. We'll talk to you on the next episode. Sounds good.